Yo, assalamu alaikum, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Muslim Moves. I am your host, Shafiq the Chief. This is where we talk to Muslims making moves in their respective fields. Shout out to BAMREC for being the sponsor of this episode. They're holding it down for us. Today we have a very, very, very special guest, a rapper who's making noise from Detroit all the way to San Jose. I got my man, Samish the Black. My man. Brother, thank you for being here. Habibi. What up, though? What's good with everybody? All right, we're going to dive right into it. Check it out. Yes, sir. Brother, thank man. you for being here with us. Did I say man. that right? Sammy Shablak? Sammy Shablak, yeah. It has a ring to it, man. It's almost like you want to like go Sammy Shablak. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. It hits, A lot bro. of people get confused. They say either Shablak or they say Shablak. Yeah. But what's crazy is the last name itself actually comes from a Turkish word meaning okay. naked. Mean, meaning naked? naked? Yeah. That's wild. Very strange. Did you so, ask about the history of that? I don't know the history because we don't have any Turkish lineage as yeah, far yeah, as we yeah, know. Yeah. You'd have to go really far back. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very interesting last That's name. That's a fun fact right there. Yes, well, sir. for sure, Sammy, I want to thank you for being here. Um, speaking about your heritage, you, you know, you're, you mention it a lot in your music, right? You say that, uh, you know, you're Palestinian or your, your origin comes from Palestine, right? You're Palestinian-American or however you want to word it. Right. I mean, talk to us about that and how, um, I mean, how it just affects you as a rapper, as, even just as a human being. Yeah, I mean, uh, growing up, it was like in the schools and the sports and a lot of the systems, it wasn't a lot of Palestinians. I was yeah. usually the only one. And the Palestinians I did meet, uh-huh. I didn't know they were Palestinian because they weren't, I guess, as proud of it. Yeah. in a way that society kind of has us you have to be careful what you say yeah, yeah. if you say the wrong thing people can look at you a certain way so i always like held it really i, I, I had a lot of pride with it yeah. just due to the fact that i knew all the history i knew where my family came from yeah i knew the history before you know the palestinians had to leave and where we came from and it just was something i really how were you so well versed at a young age about your history like that uh, I just always ask questions. I always wanted to learn. I feel like knowledge is huge. You don't want to just know that you're Palestinian. You want to yeah. actually know what yeah. being Palestinian is, where you come from, yeah. um, the people there, what they're going through now. And just through music, through everything I did, I just held it really proudly. Yeah, and right on. And it was on. a huge part of me, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, how does that affect, I mean, or does it even affect, you know, your your perception in the rap game? I mean... I think it does. It has a huge effect. Yeah. You know, it's there's a lot of struggle that comes with Palestinians. So through the music, you're able to really, you know, put that out there and draw a straight image of what's going on. And not only that, um, I feel like there's a, a big sense of pride with Palestinians. Yeah. And when you're able to really have confidence in that and yeah. hold that, you know, people can't take that away from you. And it makes me like through music, I feel like, you can't. I'm not trying to prove anything. I yeah, know who I yeah, am. I know yeah. where I come from. I know the problems we face. So the music is just it speaks kind of to that volume. How about other rappers? I mean, when they like, I mean, if I'm gonna track back to like, you know, late '80s, early '90s, you know, hip hop and rap was just, you know, dominantly, you know, African American and a couple white rappers here and there, Latino rappers, and then Eminem breaks through, right? Historically speaking, I'm not saying he's the only uh, white rapper, and then everyone's like, "What? Like a white boy spitting rhymes yeah, like yeah. that?" And then now it's just hella different. It's changed, but it's not like we get hella Palestinian rappers. I mean, there's like DJ Khaled, but like we're yeah, not gonna talk yeah, about yeah, DJ we Khaled. We can't get into that. Get into yeah, that. Yeah. But like, so how? I mean, how do you feel like it's perceived by other rappers? I mean, in the game. Um, I think there's a lot of there's honestly like 
through my journey through the industry through mm-hmm. the game i've met a lot of palestinian artists and you just wouldn't know they're palestinian mm. or even when they do put it on the forefront of their views or who they are you see the repercussions that happen you know lupe yeah. fiasco he's not palestinian but he dedicated a whole part of his career to yeah, yeah, exposing yeah. that truth and how the media works yeah, yeah, yeah. and then right after he drops i think a freestyle where he was mentioning um you know the people in the in higher up in government or you know yeah. past all that yeah they completely just wiped his views away you know yeah. he stopped hearing they about like that and he was like took a step back he's like this is how the game is you know i'm not trying to prove anything anymore yeah but i feel like with other artists that that's something that a lot of palestinians fear is you say something and you say it too straight up or you say it in a way that somebody could perceive as like yeah. anti-semitic in right, a way. Right. that can put you down a whole other way blacklisted like i had an experience uh i went to san francisco to meet with these investors okay they promised me a lot of things they promised me private just to LA, yeah. uh, music videos, whatever I needed, okay. you know, all the materialistic things yeah, yeah, rappers yeah. get sucked into. Yeah. And uh, so I, I trusted them. I didn't look up their credentials. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a huge rookie mistake, but I gave them my YouTube account. Okay. Two weeks later, my YouTube was permanently banned. Just like that. I couldn't make any money and all the ads were just banned. Little Under to look basis? out. Uh, the basis was suspicious billing activity. So I'd given access to these investors uh-huh. and they had done something to mess with the the account. I don't know what happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I looked into it more, did some research and uh, their goal. Well, they went to a elementary, middle school and high school for Israelis. Uh-huh. And their goal was to preserve the Israeli voice in America. That's wild. So what they do is they go after Palestinian artists uh-huh. and they try to basically suppress them before they get bigger that's wild luckily i was able to get out of it i contacted you know we're in the bay area i know some people worked at youtube um and they were able to get the band uplifted six months later but it was just like that was my first shock of like this is why you don't hear a lot of palestinian because a lot of palestinians they want to be rappers a lot of arabs but yeah it's just once you say that wrong thing to the media yeah yeah. that's it yeah yeah no for sure no you definitely learn as you grow um so Sammy Shablak is your real name. Yeah. That's your real birth name. Yeah. So unlike, unlike you know, most rappers, um, why do you choose to stick to your real name? I mean, there are some that use the real name, but I'd say majority don't. Yeah. What was your logic there? It's like a gift and a curse. I think the logic behind it was uh, some of my favorite rappers kept their, their full names, like J. Cole, mm-hmm. Jermaine Cole. He just right. put the J. Cole, um, Kendrick Lamar. Right. And... Uh, I think I never really gave a perception of somebody I wasn't. So when I'm on stage, when I'm here, when I'm even in the classroom, you know, I still take classes, not because I'm forced to or anything, but knowledge. I feel like knowledge is super important. I constantly want to learn. But with that, it's like people don't look at me as a rapper or they'll Mm -hmm. look at me as the student or they'll Mm -hmm. they'll just look at me as Sammy Shablak. So I can go hopefully in the future. They'll have me on different events where it's not just going to say, rapper you yeah, know yeah, it'll yeah, say yeah. sammy shablan people will know what i stand that for. name speaks for the many things that you will be offering people. exactly right exactly on. so just uh i think like a lot of rappers they like to perceive something different yeah. than who they are they know who they are but the yeah. perception they give is different yeah whereas me i think it's the opposite i perceive in a way that's not too much of who i am or when you meet me you'll yeah. know yeah. exactly who sammy shablan is now for sure man i respect that um so Sammy Shablak, what was the first 
song as far back as you could remember, like the first rap song you made made, like that you were proud of. You know what I mean? That I released or just made? Whatever. The one that you were like, yo, like that's Sammy Shablack right there. Um, man. I had, uh, I wrote a lot of songs like as a kid and I always had this goal to release them and I would try recording them on the phone, but I can never get the vocals to yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I dropped my first song back in middle school. Like I was always making music. Everybody yeah. knew me. There was... You can look up on Facebook, Sammy Shablack, and you'll see comments yeah, from yeah, my yeah. seventh grade students yeah, yeah, yeah. hating. And then nowadays oh, they're supporting. Now yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. he's my favorite rapper now. That's we used crazy. to go back to school. Yeah. But it wasn't until, I think, high school that I dropped like a song that uh, I put on SoundCloud wow. and like different platforms. It was called Eyes of the Middle East. Okay. And it was recorded from a phone and everything, uh -huh. but the verses were in three different perspectives. One from uh, an Iraqi kid, a Syrian kid and a uh -huh. Palestinian uh -huh. and just the different things they were going through at the time and just in their perception it was like a storytelling rap song so so eyes of the Middle East you would say is like the song that your the first song of your career essentially not the first song you ever put out but like yeah. if you were to like milestone the start of your career miles well the start I would say the start start because that was like you know the SoundCloud era before uh -huh. we were trying to make CDs yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. like the second it would be published as like this guy's doing it for real is uh, uh this song called knock the hustle knock the hustle j cole and kaz uh made a song kaz is a dreamville artist uh -huh. and i remixed it and i did my own verse to it recorded it on a audio technica mic just like this yeah, yeah yeah and uh i put that one out and that was like when people were like okay now that it sounds good now we can see where yeah. he can go and from there that was like five years ago now it's like what was your favorite was bar or, or set of bars from that? From that song? From that song. Um, man. Let's see if you can remember Let's that. Let's see if I can remember. Uh, oh, man. Got me on spot here. Uh, it's all good. I mean. Let's see. How did that verse go? There's been so many songs since yeah, then. Yeah, like, I know. Even I know. right even right now, there's like 200 stacked up. No, I know. So you got to dig knock, real deep just to. Let's see. Knock the hustle. It was like. Honestly, I don't remember. You don't remember. It's just, just the lyrical ability from then yeah. since now is just so different. Which actually segues to my next question. I mean, since five years ago or since however long ago till now, I mean, how has your messaging, your style, your music, your sound evolved and changed? Uh, I think there was definitely, uh, in Arabic, they would say jahiliya, which yeah. means like ignorance. There was a sure. long period of ignorance where there was definitely more street influence on my music because as you go through that age 15 16 mm -hmm. it's when you really see the reality around you and a lot of the influence that i was rapping about sometimes was it was getting better in terms of flow and lyrics but the message kind of was getting more into my personal message mm -hmm. personal things i was going through which wasn't even a message it's all yeah. like yeah. a facade you get trapped right. in it right and uh i think that made me a better lyricist but just as the years went by I knew how to articulate my words better what things I could cut out even today you know I still have a lot of flaws that mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on you know how much I cuss in the songs mm. just due to the fact that you want it to be more universal and mm. even if your message is right that one cuss song mm -hmm. the right person could hear it and you know they'll turn it completely off yeah. you say the wrong thing it's over yeah. so it's just been it's been a journey I yeah. mean it's really just been progressing trying to be the best that's that's what i want yeah. to be i want to be yeah. the best rapper regardless of uh how long it's gonna take 
So, so what's a good day and what's a bad day in terms of like working as a rapper? Like, how do you set like expectations? Like, I have to write at least a sixteen every day, or I have to put out at least five songs a week. What's kind of a good day and a bad day? Uh, a good day would just be in the studio with not a lot of people. I can record around millions of people, but the problem is I need to be focused with the mm-hmm. engineer. Yeah. A lot of studios nowadays, you have like six, seven other people coming yeah. through just to be a part of it, and then you get caught in all these cameras, all this, and you're yeah. not really making music. Right. But it, when it's just me and the engineer, and we have three, four hours, I can knock five, six songs that's out. That's a good day. Yeah, that's a really, really solid day. What's What's a bad day? What's like, man, I didn't really, you know, Bad day, like I said, yeah, going to the studio, having a whole, you know, plan of songs to record or yeah. just to sit down, listen to a beat and write and just get it done within 30 minutes to an hour. But yeah. when there's people there, you know, yeah. it just gets, gets confused. What's your writing process? I mean, what, how do you even start, right? I mean, you want to put out your next banger. I mean, what, where does it, where does it initiate from? What's the start? Work, I don't us, work us through the mind of Sammy. What's the process? I think it's it's really it's hard to explain because it's really natural. Like every time I'm in the car, I have beats playing. I don't listen to a lot of music just due to the fact that I always want to create. Mm. I have my influences, obviously, the newer music. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones I like, I listen to. But in terms of what I'm always listening to, uh, it's not other artists because I try to draw inspiration. I've had that period of stage where yeah. I've listened to those artists. I got my influences uh-huh. now. I need to focus on my own sound yeah, and just yeah, yeah, yeah. fully create that. So I just listen to beats all day. Um, I'll freestyle. That's like my biggest thing. Since yeah. I was four years old, yeah. I was freestyling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll find the flows when I get into the studio and I start writing. It yeah. could take 15 minutes. It could take 20. Max, it'll take us 30 minutes. I'll yeah. have verses and hooks finished. Yeah. Just a really, really you'll lay quick. lay that down. You know, you'll work with the engineer, tweak it a little bit. Move right, right to the next one. It's like that. Yeah. So you move quick. Really quick, yeah. yeah. It's just... It wasn't like that before because, you know, I would say, you know, 15, 16, you only have certain things you can rap about. You yeah, haven't yeah. seen enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you see so much, it's like every day you can write about something new. You can have a topic about bad dreams. You can have a topic about the politics. You can have a topic, you know, about what you're going through yeah. with your family. And you can just constantly make It's really feelings. What I'm yeah. feeling is what I'll yeah, write yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. Um, you me- We mentioned in the beginning of the interview that, like, you know, I mean, you're Palestinian, and like, you're not, you're not ashamed, right? I mean, you're proud. Of you, you knew your history from a young, from a young age, and you mentioned in your music. I want to ask you. I, I mean, are, are you as public about your religion with your fans within your music? Yeah, hundred percent. You could hear uh, through the whole first album I dro- or first mixtape. It was called Faith and Hustle. Faith, faith and Hustle. The biggest thing is the faith, and the yeah. hustle comes with it. You know, that's the whole street perspective. That's yeah. why it's like. My whole thing right now is just just trying to find exactly who I need to be. You know, with music, it's very hard to have that religious perspective and then be able to maneuver through the game. And if you don't have that religious perspective, you'll just get thrown to a whole level of just, you just, you don't know what you're doing anymore. You don't realize what's wrong. Sins just become normal things. You get desensitized. Super desensitized. Yeah. So cats that are like 14, 15, 16, they're trying to get in the rap game. Like, what would you say to them in that regard? I wouldn't recommend it. Truthfully. It's, uh, but what if they got that love for hip hop? If you got that love, yeah, for that, in that aspect, if you got that love, you got to first define what your values are, define what your morality is, what your belief. And once you go into the game, make sure you maintain that. Yeah, like your faith has got to be 100, and then you go in the booth and hustle. Exactly. Not the other way exactly. around. Exactly. And and you're not going to be perfect. Like the reason I say I don't recommend it is because 
if people are looking to the perfect Muslim to look up to, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be me. Yeah. Even though I would want to be, I inshallah, you know, I yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. to that point. But the perfect Muslims you want to look up to are like the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You want to look at uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, as 100%. a good American example. Malcolm X. Uh, Malcolm X. You know, you Suhaib have Web. Suhaib And Web. they're gonna say they're not perfect, right? So hey, Web, if he sees yeah. this, he's yeah, gonna yeah, say, yeah, yeah. no, nah, not me. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. for us, like he's someone, he's an influence, yeah. some influencer, Muslim American that we look up to. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a point in your life you have to go through certain things some people have it and mashallah they have it figured out their yeah, whole lives yeah. and they never stray away but some people they get caught up in other things and if you're looking up to them in that time something in 10 years that they don't believe in anymore yeah. you could still be following because you were influenced by that person for sure so for a lot of artists if you want to maintain your religion and you want to be an artist as well define what you're going to do going into music and what your goal is before you get into it for sure so, so the next question is really like the, the punch right now, like, and I'm curious to see how you answer this. Is it possible to successfully be Muslim and a rapper in the game? Like successful in both, right? Have, do you think we've seen it? Do you know any artists? Are you asking me personally? Yeah, yeah, personally. Do you think we've seen any artists? Not, not to undermine, you know, the, the rappers that are Muslim or yeah, the Muslim yeah. rappers that are out there. Not to undermine them, but on my honest answer is not. No. No, no. So that's like the million dollar like question, man. Because that's yeah. And, and this is, I mean, I, I want you to talk more more than I my, more than I'm more than I'm talking. But I really want to chime in my two cents here. Like, yeah. I think the Muslim rappers are just too corny, 100%, right? Yeah. And I think the rappers that happen to be Muslim don't care about don't saying. care about the religion. Like yeah. maybe they do, but in their music, it's not showing. Yeah. And it's just like one is you know too this way, the other is too that way. It's like where's that perfect balance? And it's just like. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're looking at him. I don't know. Time will tell. <laughs> Time will tell. We don't know. Inshallah. I'm looking Inshallah. for it, man, yeah. because I got love for, for both, right? Like, I got love, first and foremost, for the religion. Right. But then I got love for the game, too. Like, I grew up on hip-hop, just like, you know, hundreds of, of Muslim, maybe thousands of Muslim kids yeah. did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So where's that Muslim rapper? Yes. Yeah, uh, I think it's something that, that that's part of my whole journey. I think Faith and Hustle, that theme I put in the first project, is trying to find that balance is... You have the Muslim rappers, like you were saying, a lot of people see them as corny. I mean, realistically, it's like you would just rather listen, have somebody listen to Quran, listen yeah. to Nasheed, listen to lectures. Like, you know. I'd rather slap some Maharzain at that point. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 like, exactly. Instead of what, like, exactly. and again, not to undermine their yeah, art, yeah. but it's just like, like, Islam is great. We yeah. love Allah. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, that's cool, bro, but it's just not hip hop. Yeah. You know not, what I mean? Yeah. Is, and then, like, the other end is like, I mean, there's, I don't want to mention names, but it's just like, like I wake up, you know, in the morning, I make salat, I hit up my ak, and then I pop a cap in his ak. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, like, that's not yeah. a slam either, yeah, bro. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? But it's, not to hate. So it's, a, it's like, it's where's a, that it's, balance? It's a, it's a hard concept. You have to find that balance, and that's why it's hard for me to recommend any Muslims to follow and become rappers, which is a hard thing to say, being a rapper. But yeah. it's the biggest thing is if you find that balance, you define. The certain things you're going to talk about, the certain things yeah. you're going to say. Now, not to say everything has to be Islam, everything has to be political. For sure. But you need to get to the point where you're not driving any influence negatively, you know? Yeah. To people seeing you and listening to something you say, even if you believe something completely different. If you say something in music, that 13, that 14 year old kid is going to look up to you and he's going to be like, if my favorite rapper said yeah, it, yeah. I should do it. Yeah. Or 100%. If, if he's doing this, you know? I could I could become good too. Yeah. I could become a better Muslim yeah. one day and I'll just sure. do this now. 
it's not a good mentality because yeah. our time isn't promised. You could be doing the wrong things. Next day you're gone. Yeah. And you were just caught up in this mentality. Oh, I'll be good later. I'll be yeah, good yeah, later. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. So it's it's. So what's the answer? The answer, yeah, yeah the yeah, answer is I'm looking for it. I'm looking yeah. for the balance. Um, I hope to achieve it before I'm older. I want to be if I you know blow up to new extremes. Yeah. I want to be in that position before I would even blow up to those extremes. Yeah. And that's something that's held me back. Like I was telling you earlier, I have 200 uh, songs stacked up. Yeah. And just some of them, I know they'll blow up. I yeah. know for sure I get the video together. Yeah. I get the team together. We get the promotion right. Yeah. But is that what I want to blow up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll have to answer for that later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like, man. It's tricky. It's very tricky. Yeah, you chose a it's tough profession, tricky. my man. You it's, chose it's, a hard yeah, career to, it's, it's, you know, it's a crazy, crazy journey, but inshallah, yeah. I'm going to figure out the answer. And from there, then maybe we could start telling other Muslims how yeah. to do it. Like, yo, this is the blueprint if you want to exactly. be a Muslim rapper. You know, yeah. these are the guidelines. Um, you said you've been you've been freestyling as young as four? Is yeah. that what you said a couple minutes ago? Yeah. So at what point, like, as a kid or as whatever, a teen, did you say, like, yo, I'm going to be a rapper? Done. I think it was... Uh, I was really good at soccer. I used to play soccer, and that kept me out of a lot of things, like a yeah, lot of things. For sure. I and feel like every era of kids at one point was hella good at soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it, I mean, sports, if you, if you have kids and, you know, you don't want your kids just having no time because that's when they get into the wrong things. Yeah, for sure. So my parents put me in soccer, and uh, I was really good at it, but I wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the best. Maybe in Michigan. Back then, in Michigan, yeah. there wasn't a uh, a lot of good players it's yeah. just not the sport there. Yeah, yeah. but once i came to cali it was like a reality check yeah. on how good these players are yeah but i was always rapping like they would look at me as not just the good player on the team uh-huh. and be all oh, this guy raps uh-huh. so i just couldn't get away from it i couldn't escape it wherever i was i did rap battles as a kid it was like the typical detroit story with rappers yeah. you know you have the the rap battles the underground yeah, yeah, scene yeah, for sure it was just like that i just never was like, okay, I'm going to do this forever. I think it became maybe when I was like 16. I was dropping songs on SoundCloud, all that. But 16, I was like, I've been doing this so long. And even though I'm so conflicted in this yeah. industry, and even though I was young, I hadn't seen the industry now for what it is. But I was so conflicted on what direction I would yeah. go. Yeah. My brother used to rap, and he left the game specifically for that older. reason. Yeah, older, older brother, brother, oldest yeah. brother. And specifically for that reason, it was just there was he couldn't see the good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought what it was he be, doing now. Now he uh, he works at a company called Bosch. Okay. And he opened a medical supplies business right in downtown Detroit right or on. Dearborn, like Dearborn Detroit border. There you go. And uh, yeah, he's. You think he he played any influence in your life with the whole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, that's low. I would always freestyle to him. He was yeah. like. The guy who would always yeah, yeah, yeah. approve of me, give me my you validation. Still look up to him for for hip hop or not hip hop? No, our views are. He's, uh, he's out of it. He's been out he's, of it for too he's long. He's completely out of it. He he so he sees what I do and he he supports it. You know, to the point where he sees how I can go with it. Yeah. But then he's also my biggest mentor in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of where I'm going wrong. Right. And uh, it's good because you don't want you know a lot of family members when somebody starts getting a little fame or start getting yeah, a little yeah. views they don't look at those morale morals and values mm-hmm. they kind of like change on them like oh you have this longevity you can do this yeah but with him those things don't impress him followers views yeah. people signing whatever yeah, yeah. that stuff doesn't impress him it's how i'm gonna be when i die 
Yeah, and I think that's always has kept me on my toes. 100%, on man. I think your brother deserves a shout-out. You better yeah. shout him out. Shout-out shout out his shout medical out, supply shout store. Shout-out Adam Shablack. Shout-out Redwood Medical Equipment. There you Not go. Coming. Come on. There you go. And I want, I want to touch up on something you mentioned a few minutes ago. You said, like, you were telling parents, you said, you know, you don't want your kids to have free time. That's when they get into stuff they shouldn't be getting into. And honestly, you know, shout-out to um, our biggest sponsor, Bam Rec. Bay Area Muslim Recreation, who's actually, you know, making this possible, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. Literally in the summer when kids don't have school, they make sure they're doing something, right, recreationally, whether it's, you know, a, a field trip or a hike or a soccer or basketball or whatever it is. So shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. That's, that's the, the work we need in this community and all these communities. I mean, these kids are starting to smoke weed at 11, 12 years old. And, that's you know, wild. regardless of what your perspective is on that, Nobody at 11, 12 years old should be exposed to that stuff. That's just how you completely damage the brain. The growth of the brain gets stunted. So you have a 12-year-old brain by the time you're 16, 17 because yeah, yeah. you haven't grown. I mean, when you're exposed yeah. to those things, there's no limit. Yeah. You don't have, like, a limit on them. Yeah. You just keep going crazy and crazy. Nobody's telling you what's wrong or right. For sure. And we all know people. We all know stories. Yeah. We all... And you heard it from Sammy, man. Stop listening to these rappers on the radio yeah. telling you the opposite. These rappers, these rappers don't want you to, to get even close to their success to begin with. So you're looking up to people who, they want the, I guess the broke people, quote unquote, to look up to them. Yep. They don't want to actually draw inspiration a lot of the time. There are artists that do, and I feel like they need more recognition. You have Kendrick, you have J Cole, yeah. you have these artists who really put it all out for their community. People look up to them and see you could do something big while still doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's the other artists who everybody that's not on that level, who's not on that mind frame, should just say stuck in that mindset yeah. of being broke. And it's like, yeah. you're not giving the game. You're just yeah, yeah, you're you, holding people back. Yeah, you put out something uh, on your story uh, like a month ago or something. It's actually what prompted me to hit you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Like I remember. you said, and I've been following you for a minute, you know, watching your stuff. But uh, you said, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you said something along the lines of like, I'm paraphrasing, but you said, you know, I took a little break just to think some stuff out. Things are happening. Things are changing. And I realized, you know, this and that, like, I don't want to feed you guys garbage. You know, these rappers, they're not real G's, bro. They're just, you know, right. they're tweaks. They're right. da -da -da. That's the truth. So, like, elaborate on that a little bit, man. Because, like, you've been in the game for a minute. You've seen the inside, the outside, how people perceive, you know, rappers, what rappers really are up to, how the game, you know, how you got to maneuver. Like, you've seen it, bro. Yeah. So, like, people, like, shout out to Hamza Abogosh, by the way, Cuff Clothing, mm, shout right? Shout out my boy, yeah. Youngin. Youngin. He's a youngin. He's a youngin. youngin. Palestinian-American, hustling Cuff. early. Come on. You so, like, him. someone like Hamza, who's, like, I think he's, like, 12 or 13 right now. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So, like, someone like him, like, what would you tell him in regards to, you know, that little video you put out? Like, go into a little more detail there. Um, For him, I mean, he just need he, he has a great, for him specifically, he has a great mindset. He just needs to stay on the right path, and you'll be successful in entrepreneurship, whatever you do. Just mm -hmm. keep the right morality. But in terms of that post, it was, like, I was just seeing, man, the people that everybody was respecting mm -hmm. had nothing to give. There was no knowledge to give. It wasn't like you were even learning anything G from them. The yeah. Gs, I guess, that people would call Gs. You know, everybody has their OGs, and regardless of what code they live by, they're still the ones that don't have any God in their life yeah. that you still can respect yeah. just due to their values. They're, they're yeah, telling yeah. the little kids, don't get involved in this life. This yeah. isn't the life for you. You don't, you don't want to get yeah, into yeah. that. Those people you can respect. Then you have the ones who openly just the way they are, it rubs off on everybody else in the room. Mm. And you start to think, oh, this is how you should be. Okay, then you start following this guy. Then you get even further 
from all the people that are actually successful, from all the people that actually have been through this to tell you, yo, the mindset you have right now, man, that's not G. Mm. You just, you tweaking out, yeah. you doing drugs, you popping pills, like, mm. how is that G? Mm. You know, kids, they'll go and take pictures of these new, uh, what are they called, the, uh, the backwoods, you know, the backwoods, mm-hmm. the tobacco things they yeah. smoke. And suddenly you have some of those, and you'll hear a kid change the whole way he talks, yeah, you yeah. know, change the way he looks, tries to act more, I wouldn't even call it street, I would just call it ignorant. Yeah, yeah Because street yeah. is like, you can still be street and wise, you can still be street yeah. and smart, but ignorance is just, it's just the epitome of stupidity. Yeah. And they've got it confused. The game has it confused. Rappers have it confused. They don't know what's G anymore. They don't know what respect is. They don't know how to share what they know. Yeah. It's just... How do you share the things that hold you back so your fans can look up to it and do the same? So if I'm young, like back. I'm young and I'm malleable, you know, I'm, I, you know, I haven't seen what you've seen. How do I identify the G's from the tweaks or who, who I root? You know, because sometimes something just sounds so good to me. I'm like, yo, that's the truth. Yeah. Because it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Right. But how do I, how do I filter through? I think who you look up to. I mean, I think a good start would be Malcolm X. Malcolm X saw the whole street life. You yeah. know, he saw the people that tried to brainwash his thoughts and then how he came out in the end. And if you look at the things he would say, he would clearly distinguish that in his times doing the most street stuff that any of these rappers do. Mm-hmm. You know, Malcolm X was back in the day, dude was savage. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. crazy. You read his autobiography? Yeah, everything. Yeah. I had the book uh, right in my car, too. It was go. crazy. So uh, when you look at how he changed and then how he was distinguishing his old life from his new life. Mm-hmm. The reason he got the respect he got is because he was able to recognize that. If yeah. you stay stuck on that and you can't share that knowledge, mm. then you're just keeping everybody stuck. There's yeah. nothing really people are looking up to besides somebody who hasn't even figured it up themselves. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. Not for sure. Um, you mentioned it throughout, like just here and there, little things. But I want to ask you, like, what is one of the biggest, like, not regrets, but I would say lessons learned? Um, just maneuvering through the rap game in the last five, ten years, whatever. Uh, I think make music for yourself. If you want to blow up, obviously, you have to have a marketable product, just like mm-hmm. any business or anything like that. But if you're true to yourself, you stay real with yourself. You're not trying to prove yourself. You're not trying to act a different way than you are. Mm-hmm. Your music will speak for itself. The fans will gravitate towards you in a different way. Yeah. They won't look at you in the light that they look at other artists. And that's where real artists real hip-hop because it's harder now that the game has changed you have the newer wave of hip-hop which is all you know all that bs they talk about and then you have still the real hip-hop yeah and now they're i remember they were clowning j cole for a while it was all over social media j cole this day it's like man these are the rappers that set the blueprint for how to get the real stuff done why are we clowning them when they took a route that was so much harder than everybody else but from a business standpoint, you got to give the people what they want, right? You have to I'm give playing the, devil's advocate you, here. Yeah, yeah. You have to give the people what they want. But that doesn't mean it's at the expense of staying true to yourself. Giving the people what they want means that if you're staying true to yourself, they want what you're making. They want mm-hmm. the things that you're going to put out. Obviously, maybe they'll want a, a song they can play at more social gatherings, at parties, yeah. stuff like that. And then there's the people who like to just listen to the music while they're driving. But when you put the two together... You have the fan base that likes you for the perception that you give out. Then mm-hmm. you have the fan base that likes you for you. When they like you for you, mm-hmm. we can have interviews like this. Mm-hmm. And I'll have my most dedicated fans wanting 
this yeah. more than some crazy music video with me right. and cars and chains yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And those are the fans you want to gravitate towards you. So it's it's possible to, you know, make the music that you want. You just have to really decide what lane you're going. Once you decide that lane, you'll know how long it's going to take. Mm. You'll know it's going to take longer than other forms of hip hop, mm. but you'll figure it out. You'll have yeah. it figured out. Yeah, yeah. It's a long-term move, you know? It is. It ain't it an is. overnight thing. No, the overnight stuff, I'm telling you, I've seen artists that were inspired by me, like had no hip-hop background. Yeah. They blew up bigger than me, and suddenly things started going downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to keep up with the pace way different than yeah. the rest of the artists. Yeah, yeah, So even though they would get a huge number, if they got a smaller number there, mm. it would look, even though it was bigger than all the other artists, yeah. It would just look so bad. Yeah. Now the perception to the public, this guy's falling off. Yeah. He blew up so fast, he can't maintain it. Yeah. Starts to fall down and go down exponentially. And good luck recovering from that. Exactly. Right. That's a very hard thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta. That's basically like a reset of your career. Yeah. You have to have yeah. a whole new image, a whole new brand, and. Yeah. You gotta understand the process with it. Yeah. So career-wise, wh- what would you say? Um, like, where were you five years ago, and then where are you trying to be in five years? Uh, five years ago, I was in high school, figuring out the whole new era of this music. SoundCloud had just mm-hmm. come out, promoting it on social media was just, it wasn't like the thing then. It was just posted on SoundCloud, yeah. tweeted out one time, no Instagram or anything like that. Yeah. And if it's good, people will retweet it. They can just hit play. That's it. Now the game's changed to social media is even bigger than the music even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where I was five years ago was just focus on the music aspect that's yeah. it i didn't think anything outside of videos uh-huh. i didn't think about uh the image the yeah. brand uh you know little content things you can do yeah. in between it was just making the songs and now i would say it's just way different because now it's like it's it's real it's like i just signed with uh empire and gt digital i heard man congratulations thank you man Habibi. yeah it's it's huge i just waiting right now like something. i said all these songs However I go with them, the first song that I drop, that's going to decide yeah. the next direction of my yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a huge direction. So in five years from now, I would say I want to have my degree for sure. Yeah, and what? Finance right now, Yeah. but I'm not sure. I don't have like a passion for finance. I'm just really bad with my finances. You know what I thought you were going to say? Hmm. I thought you were going to say marketing. Marketing. That's what I thought uh-huh. you were going to say. I did. I did. I had a huge interest in marketing. Uh, I did a lot of digital marketing like two years ago because yeah. I was just posting songs and not getting the views I needed. Yeah. Like, I got to learn this stuff. I can't just yeah, yeah, pay sure. somebody else to do it. For you got to sure. learn it before. Um, but finance, the biggest thing is I just always been bad with my money. Oh, yeah. I can't. It's it's crazy. I'll, I'll make so much money in a month. Like, it's ridiculous. You don't know where it goes. And it just goes. I'm spending so many things and I look back. And my priorities are like, man. What's your biggest expense right now? Biggest is rent. Rent? And yeah. then studio time? Studio time. Maybe food. Uh, food then food. studio time? I try I try to go grocery shopping. Yeah. So, like, I'll be trying to eat good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the rapper lifestyle, everybody eats fast food. So, yeah. you just all the time in the studios, in yeah. and out, and all that stuff. But, yeah, rent's the biggest thing. Studio time, I in the beginning, I came up with, uh, you know, this one studio. And it was the first, like, actual studio I'd gone to, you know, really, like, since I had started. Mm-hmm. I was just recording in the basement, recording in my room. Mm-hmm. And with that studio, I was recording with them, with the mic and everything. Mm-hmm. So once that studio got bigger and they got clients, I saw my time get cut down. Yeah. 
and I had brought a lot of clients to the studio yeah. and I was just never, I guess, reimbursed. Okay. And I wasn't expecting anything, but it was just eating at my pockets of yeah, how yeah. many clients I was bringing and then yeah. how much I still had to pay. Yeah. I had to pay like the other clients were paying. Yeah, yeah. But the studio before I'd gone was not established as yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found a new studio uh, with uh, my team right now. They're called Quick Flex. Yeah. And uh, my boy Zito, this is in Redwood City. He's yeah. my engineer. Yeah. We just have a good deal, go yeah. back and forth, and uh, we've been growing way bigger ever since there we've been go. on the same page. So There you go. Right on. Yeah. So so in five years, you said you want to get your degree? Get my degree. And then what? The degree is nothing. I'm not going to work in finance or anything like that. I just need a broader understanding of finance. Um, the degree is just... I. I want to learn. I want to. I don't want to be an artist mm. and have you know all these things that I'm saying and then not be able to back it up with, yeah. with some type of degree, some yeah. type of knowledge. Some people they self research, they do their own knowledge, which is yeah. great too. Yeah. Um. But school is like you know I'm in California. Yeah. Michigan is way way different education system. So here it's like I can focus, take online classes, yeah, still focus sure. on my career, sure. and then just graduate and have that degree going. CNN one day to go, you know, yeah. debate one of these guys. There you go. It'll say Sammy Shablack, rapper and degree. There you go. This, you know, it'll there be more go. than just a rapper under yeah. the name. Yeah. Actually, a lot of rappers have degrees. You'd yeah. Be surprised. You're yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Luda has a degree. Mm. Um, Cole graduated. J. Cole, from, yeah. Uh, Quint, what was it, Queen or St. Mary? I, I don't know. Cole graduated from, I don't know where. Like, I, don't, I can't, you know, I didn't do my research on this right now, but like a bunch of rappers have degrees. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and you can see, you know, clearly that these people are more than just music you know yeah. there's more to them in the interviews and yeah for sure they can teach people things they yeah. can give advice that you just don't hear from other rappers i literally see these rappers and there's just no substance there's yeah. nothing besides yeah. their music just tweet like they'll be in an interview like me right now their eyes back in their head yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And people think that's that's cool like it's like man nah, that's tweet that you're tweaking nah, like, i can't I, I mess get, with that when bro. did tweaking become you know, cool. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's weird. It's a weird yeah, narrative. But like beyond that one good like club banger they put out, you really can't like get anything out of them. Yeah. You know, they're just there. They're just breathing the oxygen in the room. You know. It's weird. Yeah. And I think the industry makes them that way, so I can't fully blame them because that's how they have to stay yeah. successful in their own way. But it's just it's sad to see. It, For sure. Hip hop was different five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Facts. Not to say change is bad, but when you see how it affects the youth, yeah. man, there's so many rappers now. Rappers that have no hip hop influence. Yeah. Rappers that don't come from that environment. Yeah. And they're all playing some facade. It's just, it's embarrassing at this point yeah. to start telling people you're a rapper, you know? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so many. Everybody's trying to yeah. be a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a, we're going to quickly, we're going to wrap up shortly. Um, but, you know, I wanted to segue into the next question. It's like one of the other punches of this, of this whole interview. But I guess there was no segue. I'm just gonna, you know, hit you with it straight. Um, I want to ask you, Sammy Shablack, does God exist? Of course, 100. percent Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. You have to read the Quran. If you read the Quran, there's uh, verses on many different sciences that are coming. You know, we're just discovering today. There's prophecy, but not just through the Quran. If you really, you know, this is not just to Muslims. If you really want to find God, you have to go on your own journey. Yeah. You can't just look into the Quran and then not understand the other books. You look at the Torah, you look at the Bible. Now, why are we not Jews? This is a question a lot of people ask. The Jews came first. Why are we not Jews? 
Reason was the Torah was a book that came down for the Jewish people. And there was a time where they kind of segued to a whole different belief, like paganism. Mm. And there were verses revealed that are no longer existent today that would tell what's happening in Israel today, mm-hmm. as they call it, Palestine, Free Palestine. Mm-hmm. They would say what they're doing today is not even valid through the religion. Yeah. This promised land that they had was no longer promised because of certain things they did. Now, because certain parts of that book were taken out and it was changed over time, what's the reliability anymore? Did it come mm. from God? Mm. Sure, it did. But now you have human words in it. Mm-hmm. Now it's being followed by people from what humans rewrote. Yeah. Same thing with the Bible. The Bible didn't come down. It was the gospel that came down, mm. the Injith. Mm. But it was changed. Even in school, we learn about King James, mm-hmm. how King James changed the Bible. Yeah. But you ask a Christian today, show me your Bible. They'll pull out the King James right in yeah, front yeah, of you. Yeah, like yeah. We didn't just learn in school that this yeah. dude was some crazy yeah. dude who changed the So yeah. when you get to the Quran, why is this book that was brought to the Arabs, that was brought to this man, Muhammad, so why awesome. is that? the way you follow oh. because if you read the other books there's still certain parts that they didn't take out that even predicted Muhammad coming Yeah. but even on top of that this is the final book of all humankind Yeah. the Bible and Torah were brought down they were legitimate yeah. at one time yeah. the gospel and the Torah yeah. but the Quran was just the final confirmation yeah. if you research all these religions and you thoroughly research you go yeah. on a journey Yeah. you'll find that God is the same God through all these books yeah Languages change. So biblical language, they say Jesus is the son of God. It mm-hmm. also says in the Bible, Adam was the son of God. Right. So if Adam had no mom and no dad, they say Jesus is God because he only had, his mom was uh, yeah. the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Adam had no mother or father. Yeah. So that must make him, through Christian logic, yeah. the supreme God. Astaghfirullah. Uh. Yeah. But you look at these things and little changes have got us so far away. And Islam is just that final confirmation. So when you say, does God exist? Is it the Islam God? Is it the Christian God? Is it the Jewish yeah. God? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the ruler of all worlds, the ruler of this world, of everything. He is the same God that came in these books. So you just yeah. have to go on your religious journey. Go from being, you know, a true Jew is a true Muslim. A true Christian is a true Muslim. It's yeah. just submission to God. Once you figure this out, then you can get into the five pillars. You can get into yeah, the yeah, other yeah, laws. Yeah. But you have to, because there's a lot of atheists. You got to start with the basics. You have to start with the basics. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Like there's no God. Muhammad Rasulullah. Like there's no God but God. Yeah. Allah. Like yeah. one who created everything. Exactly. So you just have to go on your journey and, and not have, if, if you're questioning thoughts, you know, for kids, if your parents teach you something and you're questioning it, go do the research. You know, go look it up yourself yeah. and, and know, though, how you're researching it. Don't just do a Google search. Go to the first Islam forum, yeah, 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 and you'll yeah, be yeah. on some like yeah, like true Muslim two two four posted something, yeah, and you're like, Allah, that's the truth. They got the you know, I, I can't say too much. They got the other sects, you know, that are talking about yeah. the Mahdi's already uh, here. We're not gonna get into just, yeah, detail crazy. like that, but yeah, no, for sure. You said something earlier. You were saying like you're like you know, I want my degree. I want to be educated. I want to learn. I like to you know educate myself. Da, da, da. And it's crazy because um, I. I I had a guest in here not too long ago. We, you know, we don't, we, we didn't record the interview, but we were chopping it up like this, Sheikh Aladdin Al Bakri. I'm sure you're familiar with him, right? Yeah. So we were chopping it up, and he just goes, he goes, dude, look, he goes, like the first word or the first like verse that um, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala revealed to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was Iqra. 
mm. like read. Mm. And he goes, you gotta understand, like read doesn't mean literally like open a book and read. read yeah. It means like, bro, like think, seek like knowledge. learn, seek, observe, like, you know, reflect, right? Like, and then that's what, you know, it, it made sense or, or like it made sense to me. I was like, don't matter who you are. Like if you're the prophet of God or you're just a rapper in, you know, the Bay Area 2020, like you still gotta read and learn yeah. and grow and you pursue have knowledge. You have to, it's a challenge. I mean, challenging your ideas is what makes you believe them more. Yeah. So when people, I, I like debates just due to the fact that it makes me believe in my own faith more. For sure. Because when people have a, a thought that they challenge me with, the answer that I give will make me believe in it more, yeah. regardless of what they believe. So you have to have these conversations. And like one thing I have, you know, uh, not an issue with, but like I see a inconsistency mm -hmm. is with atheism. Mm -hmm. Is once they're set that there's no God, they kill that journey. Yeah. And if there's no God, then just live your life. Yeah. But if you believe that there's no God, why are you going around telling other people that there is no God and trying to uh, kill their faith? Yeah. Why waste your time and make that your purpose if uh, there's nothing after? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the belief, there's there's inconsistency because you're telling people there's no God. You're trying to get them away from their faith. But then you think there's nothing that happens after. So why not just go do all the yeah, crazy yeah. things? You deep down know there's yeah. something. Yeah. But you stop seeking for it. Yeah. You stop looking for it. So you want more people to be with you on that. Yeah. You, know what I mean? you but, need to feel validated. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, interesting. it's a crazy concept. Always yeah. challenge your ideas. And yeah. God is real, man. God's, yeah. God's real. The sciences so, I got into yeah. just a little bit. But look at the sciences. It'll confirm all the things you have yeah. to confirm. So we asked you earlier, like, when you realized that, Khalas, you know, you want to be a rapper. At what point, you know, um, did you realize, like, dude, God is real? Cause like growing up into a, probably a Muslim family, even myself, right? Like you're told that, right? But then you, you like you were, you know, advising the young cats like research, you know, look stuff up, learn, and then you're gonna have your internal like battles and struggles and thoughts, and those are all valid. But at some point, I feel like whether it's a thing that happens or just an accumulation of different things, you're like, dude, like God is real. When mm -hmm. when was that for you? Uh, I don't think I never didn't believe in God, but I had to confirm what I believe and understand mm. it more. Obviously, you learn from your parents and if they do a good job, you're going to be a great believer. But for me, it was when I moved to Cali. Um, I was 14 years old mm. and I just, I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't as social with the Californian people for the mm. first year and a half I was here. I just, I was still mad about leaving Detroit and all yeah. this. So I just sat in my room and I would just read and read and just finding you know, all the different things through Christianity and Judaism that mm. confirmed what the Quran said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave me like, okay, man, these people, it's not that we believe in something different. It's yeah. that something is just kind of blocking us from seeing the bigger picture. Huh. That the one creator is there. So Islam was like my re, like my, I guess like the reaffirmation that it's not, you're not just talking to Arabs. You're not just talking to Muslims. Yeah. You're not just talking to the Pakistanis, the Bangladeshis, you know, the people yeah. you see at the Masjid. You have to talk to everybody with this yeah. and not just, you know, telling people to convert or whatever, but lead by character. That's the biggest thing I can say. And that's what Malcolm X saw when he went to Hajj, right? Yeah. Yeah. He when he like, went to Yo, for like, the first time, I'm looking at like hundreds of different backgrounds yeah. chilling together. And that's the craziest thing. I, I always wondered that the, the nation of Islam, all they had to do was go to Mecca just like Malcolm and see yeah. how Islam was working. But I guess I don't know. It's... Uh, it's funny we we lead into that when I was like 12 years old you know Charlemagne yeah, yeah. Uh, not the guy I don't want to call him that but Charlemagne yeah. Yeah. I had like a huge debate with him when I was like 12 years old 
about you had a debate with him yeah yeah on twitter the, oh like the a, same charlemagne from same the breakfast charlemagne, club same charlemagne yeah yeah, yeah. i was, oh, I was like 12 okay. years old on the toilet tweeting to this dude getting excited but he had just tweeted an interview with uh i shouldn't get into that but he had just tweeted yeah. an interview with somebody uh -huh. and we were kind of arguing about mm -hmm. how malcolm x died and like okay. His perspective was way different. He never Charlemagne's perspective Charlemagne, or the guy he was Charlemagne's perspective okay. was way different. And I thought it was contradictory because he had Malcolm X in his profile background. Okay. But the person he had interviewing, which I'm not gonna say the name, just you yeah. know, we'll save all yeah, of our yeah, lives. Let's keep it kosher. The guy that he had in the interview publicly said in the interview, five years after Malcolm died, not to speak about what happened because that's how you deal with a traitor. Charlemagne was arguing that this guy was Malcolm's mentor okay. malcolm's teacher and all that which may be true uh-huh but he was trying to link a um what was he? he was trying to link a connection between malcolm's death being only the responsibility of the fbi yeah there was no other factors it was yeah. just the white man and this and that yeah but not how the white man played the black man to fool his own people uh-huh to turn against malcolm huh and it was just it was a crazy thing that I don't know how you can address it because yeah. you have to be careful with these things. Even yeah, in yeah, such yeah. an interview like this, yeah. same way they got Malcolm, who knows, man? We, who knows? We, they could come for you, but who knows? it was just a, it was a crazy conversation. How long like, How long was the back and forth with you and Charlotte? Like six, seven tweets. You think, he'll, to, you think he'll remember it? When I'm on the breakfast club, I might. I there might you go. Bring You'll bring it up. But that, I have, like I said, I have to be so careful with the words. With what you say, huh? I'm not trying to, you know, get anybody mad, but the truth is a, it's a, it's a hard thing to just be able to speak without yeah. getting people mad. 100%. 100%. Um, I'm going to wrap it up right here, but um, I want to I wanna end it with uh, with asking you, and I actually want you to hit all 10, top 10, you know, influencers in your life, for whether it's rap-related, personal-related, spiritual, family, I don't care, and I want you to literally hit 10. Uh, my first would be my pops. Shout out. For sure. Um. That guy's been through. I, I I could tell you all the stories of things I've been through, but it's not even close to my pops. Like, yeah, my yeah. pops sacrificed so much just so we could be, you know, chilling, just so we could be the people we are today. Hundred percent. You know, we went through struggles. We went through a lot of things, but it's I can't even compare it to the yeah. things he went through. And I can relate. I'm, I can I'm relate. Blessed. Yeah, you know, I feel like the older the older generation, the real OGs, like yeah, they, they yeah, man, people. People you know, the, don't know. They yeah, don't the know. stories they tell you, like I walked twenty miles barefoot to school, like that's an exaggeration, but it, it's symbolic to what they really had. They they went through stuff they can't even tell you, right? Things that we just can't really fathom. True. It's a blessing to be in America, no matter where True. you are in America, whether it's Detroit, whether it's the Bay Area, whether it's Florida. I mean, it's America. Facts. So that's the biggest one. Facts. Um, so two, pops, shout out to Amu. Two. Um, I have to put my mom's in there because I said my pops. Yeah. There you go. My mom's is a huge, huge inspiration. She, uh, she's probably the reason I have my ideal values and yeah. morals. You know, yeah. she really, she doesn't force me or nothing, but the way that she's taught me, yeah. the way she's made it like, you have to do your own. Yeah. This isn't like you just say La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, you're going to Jannah. Yeah. It's not between you and your mom anymore. It's between yeah, you yeah. and God. True. So she taught me, like, don't pray just because you see me walking by and you're yeah. going, get yeah. in this little stance yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, trying to be a good boy for mama. It, it's yeah, not, it's not that's about not, that It's anymore. not what it's about. And yeah. I think even through music, you know, my mom doesn't understand the culture yeah. as much as, like, somebody who grew up hip-hop. She for knows, sure. like, pop music. She loved Prince. Yeah, yeah. She loved uh, Michael Jackson. But hip-hop is 
totally different. So I could be saying things that she has no idea what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's bad, she's not going to correct me. So yeah. with music, it's really only me that's the judge of yeah. doing how she taught me. And if it wasn't for her, my music would be totally ignorant. Completely, nice. completely different way. No message. It would just be no filter. It would be for ridiculous. Sure. For but sure. after my mom, I'll say my, my brothers, I'll put them in the same category. There you go. They both, uh, both of them older than me. They yeah. both just. You're the youngest? Me. I'm the youngest. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I got two older brothers. Yeah. They, yeah. they were like OGs all around my school, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was in school, I was protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody would mess with me. I was the youngest black yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Whereas when I moved to Cali, it was like that's a why transition. You, he, that's why he comes off hella confident. He got yeah, his yeah. older brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, really true. what it is. My brothers kept me out of a lot of, lot of things. So like, I always had this mentality that once I got into it, once I started seeing these things, I knew it was right and wrong. Yeah. Even if I did the wrong, I was never going to tell you it was right. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you right now, my music right now is not anywhere to the point where it needs to be. It's yeah. good. It yeah. has the message. Yeah. But there's still certain elements that yeah, yeah. are dangerous. Yeah. So I have to constantly work on them. Yeah. But uh, after my brothers, I would say Malcolm X. Malcolm go. X is huge. Rest in peace. Allah Rest in peace. Allah yeah. Man, that guy was just... Uh, he was ahead of his time. Yeah. Like the way facts. he composed himself, the way he For was sure. able to. Uh, one thing that that's really true that he used to talk about is liberals and conservatives. Even though mm. the parties have changed now, mm -hmm. you have to be very careful. Even if you're a liberal, you have to know that the people higher up in this liberal ideology mm -hmm. aren't necessarily much different than the Republicans. Mm. Now, it depends on the candidate, this and that, but they are a puppet once they get up there. So a lot of liberals. It's kind of on the idea that if you stand with me, I stand with you. Mm. So, like, I'll see a lot of people that something that doesn't resonate with them, they'll support. Yeah. Just because they want the support back for them. Yeah, uh, yeah, they don't yeah. want to be, you know, put in the wrong category. So, Malcolm X drew that distinction and find out who your allies are and yeah. find out who your enemies. Just because they're part of a certain party yeah. doesn't just draw them the same as your actual allies. Yeah. Um, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad I met Ali. him when I was younger. He Did came, you? Came to my masjid in That's Detroit, dope. just dope, out of the man. cuts. It was barely a masjid. It was just like a shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he, he just, happened to be in the area. Just came. Everybody floods the streets. Yeah. Three hundred people. And uh, this is when he had uh, was arthritis or, or not arthritis. I, I don't Sorry. know, man. I knew I knew he Parkinson's, was sick. Parkinson's Par disease. Parkinson's disease. Nah, yeah. Arthritis. My bad. Don't don't grill me on that. Nah. But yeah, uh, Parkinson's. So he was shaking and stuff, but. When I was shaking his hand, just like yeah. the guy had so much nude and like yeah. confidence in his eyes, it was still like even such an honor just to me. It was him. an honor. It was crazy. So I just always followed him. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, so you got mom, pops. You got brothers. brothers you got Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. You got Muhammad Ali, Ali. J Cole. J Cole. J Cole, my favorite uh, artist. What's your of this favorite generation? J Cole song? Favorite would be O Three Adolescence. That's off the Forest Hills Drive album. Yeah, 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 that one's crazy. That's uh, that's like he speaks in a perspective uh. of his man's. That's an OG mm. telling him, "You're trying to get this money with me, but you still have this whole rap career and school to finish. Uh. So you're looking up to me when I should be looking up to you. Uh. You're the one who has it figured out. I'm 30 years old, still yeah. selling drugs on the street, uh. acting like a 17 year old, and yeah. you're looking up to me, nah, man." And that whole song is like a message that don't look up to the wrong people because you don't even know yeah. how who they're looking up to. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. About just uh, the right messaging and you know, you know, um, 
people that are just giving you the nonsense or whatever, you got to be real smooth about exactly. you know who you who you look exactly. up to. Exactly. Yeah, you have to be. Shout out Cole. All right, Shout so you got Cole. J Cole at six. J Cole, um, Lupe. 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 He was my favorite before J Cole. Yeah. J Cole had a bigger influence, I would say. Yeah. You can hear my music and hear more J Cole in it. Yeah. But uh, Lupe, man, Lupe is the goat. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. dude sacrificed yeah. his career to just speak yeah. truth. Words yeah. I never said. Nobody yeah, yeah, has yeah, made. Yeah, 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 nobody yeah, yeah. has made a hip hop song like that. Yeah, yeah. And That's if you I'm... watch the video, man, yeah. he's just exposing things with yeah. no shame. Yeah. And it it got a lot of numbers, but it should have gotten a lot more. But like I said, they yeah. try to block the truth. They don't want yeah. you to hear. It. Lupe, shout out Lupe. Shout out Lupe. Um, Actually, Lupe's accessible, man. He's not too. He's not too. Uh, out oh of yeah, reach. yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's not accessible. Nothing like that. Yeah, he's yeah. accessible, he, man. He shout shout out to, to MK Muhammad, uh, who's uh, who's part of uh, Lupe's uh, Sosa um, Academy. Oh no way. Yeah, so Lupe has an academy. Um, what does it stand stand for? Sosa stands for. Uh, I don't want to butcher it right now, but look it up. Sosa Academy. It's it's a, it's a, it's ran by Lupe and his team, where they teach young artists how the art of writing and the art of poetry and lyricism and whatever. Wow. And a local cat um, got accepted into this program. Uh, oh, Muhammad Khan MK, shout out to him. So shout out him. and that's he, he's in con- uh, constant contact with, with Lupe because he's at this academy with them. So that's crazy. You know? Yeah, man. Charlo yeah. one day. Lupe, Lupe, yeah. the man. He was. Nah, he's accessible. He's yeah. accessible, man. Muhammad, hey MK, make it work, man. You know what I mean? Either bring Lupe over for an interview yeah. or you know put Sammy in the booth with Lupe. Yes, you know, you know, yes, hook sir. a brother up. You know what I mean? And we'll get you on here too, MK. Thanks. And then, so that's seven right now. Seven, Lupe, Royce the five nine. Royce, okay. Uh, you know Royce. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Eminem's. Yeah, 100%. yeah, but even bigger than 100%. just being Eminem's boy, he was uh, was part of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. But his son went to my middle school. Oh, is that I was right? In a Spanish class and stuff. There and you go. He used to come to the basketball games. Royce the five nine. Royce used to come. So I would sit next to him and I would like tell him about all my goals to be a rapper. Oh, it's like that. And he low-key would tell me, like, I would freestyle for him, and he could see it. Even yeah. though my image at that point would have no success in modern day. Uh, my image at that point was this little kid with braces, uh, glasses, uh, biker rap. You sick. mentioned that one of your songs. I forgot which one. Uh, it was on the Faith and Hustle album, yeah. Beat the Odds. See, I can remember yeah. those ones. But yeah, that first song, I can't. Because it's recent. Uh, but, yeah, he, I, I would freestyle to him and just tell him, you know, how much I looked up to him. Because that guy also, he's very conscious in what he says. Yeah. So I didn't even know that when I met him. Like, yeah. as I got older, I would see, like, these guys yeah. not like the rest of these rappers. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, eight. Royce, so that's eight. Nine. What would I put at nine? It doesn't matter if they're a rapper or not, huh? No, nah, it don't matter, man. Anybody who's influenced you in any way. Number one, I would have said, uh, or I would have put higher is the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Omar ibn Khattab. There you go. But... I was just thinking the modern, no, the modern sure. realm, yeah. For so sure. for ninth, I would say um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, man, that guy, that guy knows he's the best. He talks into existence when people hate on him. Yeah. He proves them wrong. Like he yeah. builds off the hate. So that inspiration, even though a lot of people would expect me to be like a Messi fan, because I'm mm. not like tall. I don't really so have funny. that look. But Ronaldo's just, I don't know. The dude said he wanted to be the best since a kid. Yeah. He achieved and it. he did it. He did it yeah. to this day. 35 years old, still yeah. being considered one of the best. Yeah, yeah. And then at 10, man, 10, this is a big spot. Yeah. 
I mean, we're not going to ink this or nothing. Like, it's not engraved in stone. But, like, uh, unless change, you know, as you grow, as you whatever, like. Yeah, because most of these are just influences towards, like, mindset. And things like that, not just music. But I'll put the 10th Akon. 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 Shout out. That's the reason I do. Good work in Africa. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. The 800 million people in yeah, Africa, yeah, yeah. they have electricity. Well, that's wild. That's, that's I read an insane. article, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing it. It was like, you know, one artist managed to do more than what, like, an entire, like, country tried to do at some point. Bro. You know what I mean? Like, one dude was like, I'm going to put lights 800 million for 800 people. million people because it's like that. You know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to give back to my people. Dude is doing it. You know he what I mean? It, yeah. Yeah. It's beast. Yeah, yeah. Akon, I mean... The music influence was huge. I mean, he's the reason I sing in my music. Yeah. I, I really don't listen to a lot of like yeah. auto tune artists or like any of that. But Akon, I lo- like he was I think the first artist I ever did listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I went to Lebanon when I was four years old. My yeah. aunt gave me a CD. Uh huh. It's all Akon songs. That's funny. So I just became so the flows. Yeah, like yeah. you can even hear some of the the melodies. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. huge Akon influence, which people don't see anymore because Akon singers they're not a they're not around usually yeah. in hip hop now. Yeah. But I'll give that 10 spots to Akon for the music influence and what he's doing today is yeah. it's huge. Facts. It's huge. Right on, man. Right on. Well, hey, well, that's going to wrap up the, you know, conclude the interview. Sammy, I want to thank you again for being here with us. Is there anything else you wanted to get off before we kind of clock out? Project coming soon. I can't give the date, but I can say. It's in 2020 just, for sure. I can say. You can't say that? I can say. Just there's gonna be a nice birthday present from me to y'all on my birthday. Okay. That's all I can say. That's all you can say. Yeah, and then where can, can people say. find you in case they haven't already heard of you? Everything. Just look up YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Title. Just look up Sammy Shablak. S A M M Y S H I B L A Q. Sammy Shablak, as you guys know me as. And yeah. And I'm gonna put you on the spot one last time. You said since you were four, you were freestyling, bro. Trying to hit us with a quick freestyle. Anything. Give me a word. Give you a word? Yeah. I'm going to give you rifle. Rifle. I was talking earlier about the Quran, the Torah, and the Bible. Uh You see, after that, we could talk about the disciples. Uh Or we could talk about how I'm trying to be the greatest. I ain't talking about Michael. Jordan, when I'm scoring, so I'm going to get to touring. They've been saying, Sammy, I ain't seen you in a foreign. I'm like, man, that's not important. There's bigger things. There's a bigger message. There's bigger things, a bigger essence. Bigger gifts, bigger present. Am I talking about the future or am I talking about the past? You should listen. We just freestyling, but I ain't talking about a class. My name's Sammy. I did it for the family. Trying to win me a Grammy. I don't pop me no Zanny, but my bars hot like Miami. Ugh. My bars hot like Miami. I ain't talking about Wade. I ain't talking about LeBron. I was talking about my inspirations. I talk about my pops and my moms. I could just bring it all back. It's like the way that I rap. You know, I sell these flows, but I don't sell no crack. Mm. Sammy Shiblack turn a track to a hit track. Then I get that. I could talk about my old days, but, you know, who cares who flipped that? We here. So take a seat and just sit back. Oh, that was hot, man. Right off the top, bro. Hey, no lie. That was that was smooth. My man. That was smooth. Man. I appreciate that, bro. Hey, that wraps it up, man. Show this man some love. Yes, Thank sir. you all for tuning in. Mostly Moves Episode 1 with Sammy Shablak. Thank yes, you all. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Salam. Salam.